I'ma test this out right quick on yeah. Now keep in mind that I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. I said what I said. I'ma keep it real with you. Got a little inside school. You ready for it? Uh-oh. What is it? It's so juicy. Is that your man or no? Oh my goodness. If it isn't little miss attitude. Enunciating the fuck. Single in the city, the real in relationships, and surviving single. With me, starring Chelsea. What's up, bitches? We're back. We're back. Come on. I'm back. My wife is back. Uh huh. Two weeks in a row. Let's go. It's you and me. You know. What up, blood? Girl, what's up? (laughs) What's up, everybody? It's another week of being not so single as fuck in the world of Chelsea Lamore. And this week, I have a super special guest. Who would be? It'd be my wife, y'all. It's just me and my wife kicking it today on the show. What's up, wife? What's up, baby? Oh, come on now. Yes, yes, the crowd is going wild. The crowd is going motherfucking wild. It's going yeah. up. Standing from ovation. Standing ovation. So, um, wife, to what do we owe the pleasure of you being back on the show? I enjoyed myself so much last time. <laughs> A goddamn lie. <laughs> <laughs> the peach Amsterdam was just flowing through Oh, me. my God. Y'all don't judge. And now, tonight, I have switched it up. I'm on Prosecco. Prosecco. That thing. So I was just going to say, we're keeping it sexy. It's just the two of us. So we opened up our Cupcake Vineyards Prosecco Rosé. And you guys know about um, Cupcake Vineyards Prosecco Rosé. It's tasty. It's crisp. What do you think about it, babe? Pour me some. Pour you some more? Now, are you going to save any for me? Yes. This half a bottle. This is your third I'm past three. That's good. That's good. Well, I, I haven't had my points now. Come Y'all, on. she don't. Yeah, we join Weight Watchers. We're counting points. I'm going to just have to just act like I ain't had this one. I'm going to just slide this one in. So, wife, what is your ass fuck? I am married. Ma- not married. You married as fuck. I am. What, what is yours? I am. I'm married as fuck. The last time I checked, uh-huh. married as hell. Okay. <laughs> okay, good answer. Not good answer. Good answer. <laughs> okay. So, uh, wife, you already know the deal. We do mm. our single song of the week. Mm. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and give you the words, and you have to guess what song it is. All right, go. Don't even want to think about it. Don't know what I do without it. I only know I live and I breathe for your love. Can you, can you sing it to me? Absolutely not. All right, hold up. Don't even like to think about it. Don't even don't know what I do without it. I only know that I live and I breathe for your love. I'll give you a little bit more. Baby, you came to me in my time of need. I know this. Ah, oh, can you go a little no, bit? No, <laughs> no, I gave you more than I give most. I'm gonna be very disappointed if you don't know this, babe. Is it faith? No, it's John B. Someone fuck. to love. Oh, fuck. That is our song, bitch. Yo, I knew it though. If I knew we it, had it a wedding right. song, that it, would be it. Yeah, yeah. The first night yeah. I met you, what did I do? She put on John B. and we slow danced in the kitchen. Why she cried? <laughs> <laughs> I had to add that part. I, in. I know you always. You never neglect that detail. So I picked that song because I feel like. Well, I thought it was our song. It is our song. Is it? Yeah. Because you would have known it. I did the first verse. So in my mind, that is our song, but we also have a backup song, which is Faith Evans, um, Love Like This. You made that our song? 
In my head, yes. Oh, in your head. In my okay, head, that's okay. our backup song. So <laughs> we have now, a backup. I'll, I'll, I'll co-sign that when I do okay. think that Faith Evans Love Like This is our song, too. Yes, yes. When I hear that song, I definitely think about you. Good. Come on, man. Girl, Come I know on. it's not too ghetto. Come on. I know it's not too ghetto. Y'all, she loves Faith but Evans. But it is. I really... I'm I'm gonna be honest. I really think that if she ever had a chance with Faith Evans, <laughs> I better right. count my days, bitch. <laughs> because Faith Evans is coming and taking my wife. Oh my god, it's a gannet. Let's get it. Ah, 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 a gannet. Okay. It's a net. Why you call it gannet? I don't know. I just felt like being weird. Okay, so wife, um, mm. I have we ever done a show with just the two of us? Nah, never. Okay, so you know, I feel like we should have the room dimly lit. Hmm. And light some candles. Light some candles. Okay. Mm. Some Faith Evans. Some Faith Evans and some Weight Watchers popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> Lightly salted. Lightly salted. Okay. <laughs> this is married post-COVID life. Okay. Mm. The shit that you think about. So um I wanted to talk about just a few things. Well, we do have a game planned. Um, and so we don't have a scroll this week. I just wanted us to vibe and chill and like people really get to know. I think that like we got married so fast and then the show picked back up and you've been on the show and people have kind of gotten like bits and pieces of who you are. But I just kind of wanted to do a show where people really get the dynamic of the two of us. I mean, I think people need to know that you are just as shady as me. <laughs> Period. Okay. Watch out for her. She's the shade master. You know how to say you got to watch the quiet ones. She only quiet around y'all, okay? Because she's collecting the data and reading the shade when she gets home. That's true. That is very <laughs> true. <laughs> At least, you know. So, okay, let's talk about, let's talk about life before we met each other. Okay. All right, as so in. what you mean as in, bitch? Exactly what I said. Life before. What aspect? What were, where were you doing? Where were you mentally? Like, what was life like before I came into your world and blessed you? <laughs> I was talking to, um, I was seeing someone for a couple years. Um, but that relationship was clearly not something of, I guess. Uh, substance. Substance, mm -hmm. yeah. So I was talking to others. And I would say... I wouldn't say I had a good time, but I didn't have a bad time. I was just going through, mm -hmm. you know, coasting. Merely existing. Uh, okay. <laughs> you almost said yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> she was merely existing before she met me, y'all. I mean. <laughs> you don't want to make it seem like you were having too good of a time. Right, I can tell. Right. It was all right. Look, was having, all look right. I was having... A little bit of a good time before I met you. Before I mean, it's always a fuck nigga that ruins the fun. I mean, yeah. I was. I mean, I talked about it on the show. I was like seeing somebody very briefly, but it was so tumultuous and bitch, we were in so much turmoil. It felt like it was so much longer than it was. Like it really was a blip in time, but it was so much drama and just so much everything that it felt like it was so much longer. Hmm. Why? So I guess my question to you is what if you did you know from the from the jump that that wasn't going to be a serious relationship? Um, I knew that it was not going to work. However, I knew that I was going to try to put a circle in a square. I'm, I'm just being honest. Okay. Then, then Which is why low key, I carry myself through all the changes. Yeah, because I knew from the beginning, like something's not right about this or it's just like. 
But what is it that, that we know? Because that was my situation as well. We know, okay, this situation isn't going to be what... I want it to be. End, right, my mm-hmm. end result. Um, but the big question is, why the fuck do we continue to try and make it work? I think sometimes, like... Uh, that's a tough one. I think there's so many variables that go into that. And I think it depends on the person, where they are in their life and their upbringing and their background. But for me, I mean, I have been single. I was enjoying being single. And, you know, I just kind of wanted, I'm not really for the streets. I was having fun, but I was like, I'm not really for the streets. And like on paper, this person like it seems just like when, good. you know like mm-hmm. i love the show married at first sight so when they match these couples on paper and like these like oh these two would fit perfectly their personalities and what they do for a living and what they want this should work out and then when you get them together it's like ooh, this could not work it don't work it doesn't work Mm-mm. and so i think that on paper to me or just like when you list the qualities on a superficial level mm-hmm. it, it was supposed to make sense but I knew very early on that something about him character-wise and personality-wise, we didn't mesh. And lifestyle. And, yeah, My and lifestyle. was lifestyle. Mm, what I about just, the lifestyle? I just knew we grew up different. and the world, I mean, bitch, we grew up different. But we have the same values. Okay, yeah. And when you don't have the same values as someone or you notice yourself steadily changing to kind of fit someone else's lifestyle Mm. that was my biggest thing I was what about what what part were you did you see yourself changing to fit into her lifestyle I became a huge drinker and yes you used to drink a lot when I met you yeah that's all I did was drink Mm. and I can tell you when I first met this person I didn't drink at all Mm. I really didn't drink until I was like 22 yeah I was a late bloomer with alcohol probably like 20 Four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when I met this Well, shit, person, I might still be a late bloomer. <laughs> I think you are. I think you are. But when I met this person, that's what they did. So I started... Yeah, just socially mm-hmm. you end up... Because like, just like if you were drinking, I'm like, oh, well, just pour me a glass. And that's yeah. kind of how it. I could see that. So that was something that you felt like a bad habit, I guess you could say, you picked up. Very bad habit. Mm. Very bad. Because it turned into, you know, like you said, a drink here and there. And then all of a sudden it's... You know, when you wake up, y'all start drinking. Really? Yes. And then, wow. so you're, you you got a good buzz early on in the afternoon. You take a nap, you wake up. What? All over again. Yes. I can't even imagine you doing that. I mean, like, wow. Drinking, like, now I remember when we first met, and so you were working this shift where you got off at 3 o'clock in the morning. Yep. And so when you would come to my house, you were like, oh, I got to have some cider here. <laughs> and I'll be like, it's 3 o'clock or 4 o'clock in the morning. Why the fuck are you drinking a drink to go to bed? You was looking at me like I was crazy. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? At first I was like, okay, that's her thing. And I'm like, okay, well, wait a minute. She does this thing every day. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I do remember kind of, I mean, it was never like a major issue to me because you were never drunk to me Mm-mm. or at least I didn't know you were Mm-mm. but it was I'm not gonna say it was something that made me uncomfortable but it was something that I was like mm, okay we want to change that a little bit like I'm not a prude when it comes to drinking but I'm like I don't drink every day and I definitely like one of my rules of thumb is I don't really drink alone you know what I'm saying so like I don't know that was just something like I noted I did notice after like a couple weeks I was like this bitch <laughs> coming home coming and home drinking. and having a drink and going to bed mm-hmm. and so where are you at now with it? Like, how do you feel that that's changed? It's changed a great And how has it changed your life? Um, 
you kind of made me because I got used to used to drinking with someone <laughs> with someone, but also you just used to drinking out of I don't know if it was boredom, but also I'm a very um, closed person, so I mm-hmm. feel like when I drink, I open up a little bit more. Okay, I'm a little bit loose, mm-hmm. so I felt like let in, me pour you another glass. You know what? In situations, you know, it just made me feel a little bit that whoa. It just made me feel... You said you loosened up. (laughs) It just made me feel a little bit more comfortable. So I was, I don't know, just trying to figure out what I was trying to do in my life. And drinks just happened to be... Flow. Yeah, coming my way. So I was like, okay, word. But I found out that, you know, what the the amount that I was drinking was insane Mm -hmm. it was not healthy Mm -hmm. when i met you because i was like i could take a shot or two and then go run errands come back take some more shots yeah and that's normal to me that was normal to me Mm -hmm. and now that i realize um bitch you can't be acting like that (laughs) (laughs) it was just a whole different you know it was was definitely a wake-up call Mm. so well i mean i definitely think that like your drinking has changed I never mm-hmm. thought I, I wouldn't I would never classify you as someone that had a problem. I just thought like, you know, you were just like a casual drinker, as I, I guess like there's social drinkers and then there's casual drinkers. Casual is like you come home, have a drink. And there's people like that all the time. But um that people like that that do that all the time and they don't have a problem. But you know, I was just like, okay, you want baby girl, you have to slay your role, okay? But period. <laughs> so um we talked about where we were before we met. So let's just talk about when we met. Okay, so I remember I was working at the restaurant when I met you. You were with said individual. <laughs> but you have to understand the context. Um, I was uh, a couple of days before I went to the restaurant. My dad came to see me, and I was kind of going through a funk, and he was like, let's go get something to eat. So we were driving around Short Pump, and we ended up at that restaurant. Mm-hmm. And the salad that I had was so good that <laughs> the I think it was like the next day, I was hungry again, so I was like, let's go back. Mm-hmm. And so-and-so wanted to come. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I got a new spot. Right. Literally, figuratively and literally, <laughs> you got a new spot. <sighs> but I ended up on the wait list for like an hour and a half. I'm surprised I didn't leave. Mm, me too. <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't I leave, there, bitch, because I'd be ready to go. Right. I was there till closing. Yeah, I talked to you till closing. Mm-hmm. So I saw her and I was like, damn, she is fine. Try to figure out a way to talk to her. But I noticed your braids first. I noticed your braids. I was going to ask you, what was your first impression of me? I really liked your hair. I didn't see your face. I Mm -hmm. saw your braids. Okay. And I think they were up in a bun Mm -hmm. on top of your head. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh. And I told so-and-so, I said, oh, she got nice, nice braids. And I think I got the, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) mm-hmm. But I didn't mm. see your face at first. Period. Bitch. Okay. You didn't see my face at first. Mm-mm. Okay. So when we started talking, uh, was I, I started the conversation by talking about your hair. That's what's funny. Mm-hmm. Your hair was the conversation starter. And, you know, I played nice. I was like, okay, I got to talk to the girl, too. That would be rude as hell. Even though I'm hitting on this bitch. I, I was trying to figure out what the dynamic was between y'all anyway. So once we started talking, I told them I had a podcast. And so what were your first impressions of me upon like us engaging and speaking? You know, 
It's been a long time because for what I do for a living, um, people don't really speak nice to you. So um, I was really shocked that a a really, I thought you were very, very good looking, but you also came to me and spoke to me as a person. Mm-hmm. So I haven't had that in a long time. Mm-hmm. So, well, I didn't know what you did. Right, right. But I'm saying like, and also you were talking to me about a podcast and I had no idea <laughs> what the fuck a podcast was. And then, Now look at you. Right, but then you asked me what my Instagram was, and I barely even knew how to get to the app. <laughs> I wasn't, you know, I'm not, I don't really, most yeah. I do with the phone is call somebody, right. text somebody back. So I was more shocked that you had the balls to approach me. Okay. But I knew what it was because. So you knew I was hitting on you? When you grabbed my phone, Yeah. Really? When you grabbed I, my I phone. I didn't even realize that I grabbed your phone. Because I, I don't know if I wasn't putting it in fast enough or finding the <laughs> app or something, but you had asked me for what was my Instagram. Mm-hmm. And well, I told you to follow me. You did. And I did follow you. Yeah, I think it was you were having a hard time. I kept spelling it, and you were spelling it wrong. I was like, bitch, <laughs> goddamn. It's starring, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, goddamn. Is it one eye? Is it two eyes? I'm like, yo, give me the phone, and I got it. So your first impression of me, per, like, what were, what were your thoughts? So were you thinking, like, okay, she's hitting on me, she's cute, you think she's it would be nice. a good time? Yeah, she's pretty, she can talk. Like, I was like, okay, she's very upbeat, you know, very positive. So I was like, okay, this will be... I was a little bit like, I don't know how to read this girl. Okay. I mean, I asked you and the girl that you were with if y'all were on a date. And, and what happened? What did I do? You always do this. What did, and I, what did do? I do? You looked at her... And you were like, no, I asked if you guys were a couple. Then I asked if y'all were on a date. No, I asked if y'all were on a date. You, uh, yeah. <clears throat> yep. And I had this story. I was like, this is a lucky booth. The last people that sat here, they came back and got engaged <laughs> or some shit like that. And um, you were like, uh, I don't know. Are we on a date? And you looked at her and she was like, no, we're just coworkers. So I said, okay, so she's fair game. So I put in my phone, but I could not remember she followed me, but I had like some notifications and you kind of got lost in there. So mm-hmm. I couldn't find you. I went scrolling through all my followers. Well, with all your followers. And I just, Please. I just fell in. So. I couldn't find you. So I went on vacation like that following week or maybe like oh, two weeks later. Mm-hmm. And so I went to Aruba first and then I went to Miami. Mm hmm. Still talking to the fuckhead every now and then. <laughs> the guy I was telling about putting I saw in. you on vacation. I was looking at your pictures. I saw you on vacation. And still didn't say anything. Or hit like. Nah. Why? I'm the creeper that just looks at scrolls? shit. Just scrolls? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a scroller. And my thing is, I can think in my head, like I saw all your pictures. I was like, wow, that's great. She looks great. But... For some reason, I'm just not. Wow. I'm not a somebody that hits the like button or the love and. The, you don't hit the, the like button on fire. someone that at the time that you were interested in, or you just don't hit it in general. Like, in general, that's you just, just scroll not my and thing. watch and you don't like. But I, in my head, I'm like, that's great. <laughs> and keep moving. Period. That <laughs> yes. is awesome. You look amazing. Keep up the great work. Work it, sis. Yeah. But I'm not gonna tell you. Yeah. <laughs> You're not gonna get this feedback. Okay. <laughs> So my first impression of you, like I said, it was pretty hard to read you. I knew that this 
Girl said that y'all weren't on a date and that y'all were co-workers, but y'all were sitting in this booth and it just seemed kind of like, uh. and then yeah. I was like, you know, I went looking for you and I was like, well, damn, I just kind of took the mentality of she's just going to randomly pop up on my timeline one day. Cause I also could not remember what you told me it was. Right. Well, I'll so I didn't know you. what you, your, your icon didn't look like you <laughs> or still doesn't look like you. <laughs> and I couldn't remember what the name was of it. So I was like, well, she'll just pop up. And I didn't realize that you weren't on social no, like that. Mm-mm. So it had been months, probably like. But what had happened was was after that night, um, I got in a little bit of trouble. And why did you get in trouble with your coworker? I had um, I had uh, followed you. Hmm. I had followed you, and that caused a, a ruckus and let you take my phone out of my hand. Mm. But so after that night, the phone ain't the only thing I took, I, sis. <laughs> I was asked to get. Oh, excuse me. Unlike, so I did or unfollow. So I did for a while. We I didn't follow you. Oh no no no! This was after you got back from your trip because I saw you while you was on your trip. So okay. then I hit the follow back, and I think when I had uploaded. Oh, that, so that means that you were looking for me. Yeah. Ooh, I didn't know that part. But I'll I'll tell you what. Really, well, that makes it mean even more. No, nah, because what really discouraged me is so I hit the follow back, and the next video that I see is a video of her going off about somebody that like broke her heart. I did not say she this was motherfucker like, broke the my heart. Car, see, this is how this is how motherfuckers good, lie. Some motherfucker broke this her is, heart. That is not what and I was saying. I was saying. just like, why are you? Why? That is, that is not what I was saying. I was talking about a situation with like a childhood friend who had moved back home. And we were just like ever so casually like talking every now and then. He would say, hey, what's going on in the city? I mean, we hadn't even really hung out or anything. He was just asked what was going on. I called one day and he was like, you can't be calling me. I told you it ain't like that. Or like, I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, I told you I got a girl. And I was like, you're acting weird. And you ain't even got to do that because we don't even have that type of relationship. So I was on Instagram talking about like, yo, these niggas have some nerve. Like if you're, they made, he made a situation out of something that wasn't. And I was talking about it. So my question to you is, was it more so you were confused because I was talking about someone else or because I was talking about a man? Someone else. So I was supposed to be talking about you when I know you? Yeah. You know <laughs> what? These crazy lesbians. <laughs> what? Well, it was, it was, I'll be honest, it was a mixture of both. But I was also like, you know, I knew, I know what, what the game is because I was talking to others too, but I was just more confused. Like, all right, why her game so strong the first night? And then she acting all heartbroken about somebody else. I didn't have game the first but night. But I was also like, I ain't the type to just be And I wasn't acting up. heartbroken. I was saying like, you bitch ass niggas. Like y'all are making something out of nothing. I know exactly mm-hmm. what rant you're talking about. I sat and I, yeah. I was in, in your the car. parking lot. It was in the parking lot. I, I know. I remember seeing it. And I watched it so like a couple times. I was like, yo, she's really in her feelings. I wasn't, I, you know what, really I'm not going to lie. I was kind of, I wasn't in my feelings in a like, I'm in love type of way. I was in my feelings in the way of like, I just hate when like, you try to play me and it's not even worth, there was nothing to play over, if that makes sense. It's like, I don't know. I just felt a little disrespected. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yo, that was a moment to tell these niggas like, y'all need to chill because you're really making your own spot hot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because had had you acted normal, mm-hmm. like we normally would have, you'd be like, hey, I'm with my girl. I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. I'll talk to you later. 
Or if his girlfriend would have any questions, I'd be like, oh, we're just friends. I, we, we haven't even hung out or anything. But you acting like that, if I wanted to, I could have put your situation on, like, not on blast. I could have made it since put you want to make, since you yeah. want to make something out of nothing, I can make this seem like something it's mm-hmm. not. And then, then what? And then what? So that was my thing with that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My first impression of you was that you were hard to read. Good. I like that. You were hard to read. I see that as a compliment. And I just didn't know, like, when I did see you on Instagram, I was like, oh my God, she's beautiful. But these parents are white. I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> She's really brown, but they're white. So long story short, we ended up going on a date. Couple months, couple weeks later, we were talking about we had gotten our marriage license. Mm-hmm. And then less than 90 days from our first date, we were married. We married. We is married. I was going to call into my mom really quick. Junior. Let's see if my mom answers the phone. Uh, hopefully she does. Let's see, let's switch the number. Can you hear her? Can you hear? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's who you have Hello. Hi, Juniper. Yes, how are you? I'm great. <laughs> Welcome to Single in the City Podcast. You are live, baby. Come on, June. What's going on, Junior? Hey, how are you ladies doing? We are great. My mom, I'm calling, she's calling in from sunny California. Hey. Yes, I am enjoying the sunshine, sitting on the terrace, honey. Not sitting on the terrace, the lifestyle of the rich and fabulous. Well, I'm not going to hold you too long, Mom. So we were talking about uh, Seven Frank and I were talking about when we first met. And I mentioned, you know, we got married so quickly. So really quick, Mom, I just want to get your two cents about the first time you met Seven, Rada. Oh my goodness! Well, at first, it's not about. Um, you're gonna give me a little backstory. Oh, you gonna say you're gonna give me a little backstory? I gotta give you a little backstory. You know, when um, when I first realized, you know, how things were, I'm the same thing. <laughs> you said when you first realized how things realized how things were. Okay. Okay. I was very, very uh, upset and apparent. Felt like what is going on here? Who's who and yeah, what's I, what? Why was I just say that? Am I responsible for this? That I in any way uh, demonstrate my you know negative relationship to make her think this way or be this way? Mm. At first, I immediately see how I was responsible. Okay, what did I do? Okay, and so then the other thing was I don't know whether this is just uh, a trend or or what's going on. <laughs> Yeah. It's all the rave in Paris. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know. So by the time I, I call her Caitlin, I, I, I just come, you know, to make it flow easily. Okay. <laughs> um, when I met her, we met at um, the Finera Bridge. Mm hmm. June? Yeah. Oh, you were going in and out. You say we met at Panera Bread. Panera Bread, and um, she was such a pleasant person, but most beautiful smile, very radiant. Ooh, come on, very radiant. Come on. And and to me, not being shallow. (laughs) (laughs) 
Which means you're about to be shallow. Yeah. <laughs> I could not be shallow, but it could be a little shallow. I think it, it was important to me that you both were pretty okay. enough and attractive enough that guys would date you. <laughs> and it wasn't an issue of rejection. You know, sometimes women get rejected. Okay. Okay. And through through rejection, they, you know, so I knew then it wasn't like. Through the rejection, they come with the second string of players. Yeah. Okay. And so that made me feel better. There was no rejection there. <laughs> she's, she's pretty enough. You're pretty enough. Um, and all that was fine. Uh, and then y'all nice enough, that personality enough, radiant enough. But I said, I don't believe in it. Yeah, you definitely now, said this that. Is what I did say, what I did say to be able to deal with it, I, I just like to pose this question and then you have to think it out for yourself. I said, in life, there's things that we do, okay? Mm-hmm. And in some things we do that we can live with, and some things we do that we, we want to die with. Mm-hmm. And my question is, and that's, and I don't know if you remember me saying it. If you can die with it, and explain it. You said if you, you can what? Die, if you can die with this, you know, certain things I I do, like right now, my life right now, I can live with it. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to die with that. Mm, okay. Okay. And the reason why I want that was because I know in my mind, in my heart, I know it's not right. Okay. You know, having a companion, living companion. Come on, I companion. Know that's not right. <laughs> a living companion, yeah. Right. And I know that's not right. I feel that way. Mm. Okay. But I don't I can live with it from day to day. But if I knew I was going to glory tonight, I bet you I change it. Mm. Okay. Come on, so, words of wisdom. Transparency. Yeah, yeah. So that's how I I said it. I don't know if y'all remember that. I said, y'all, y'all look with it how you want. So the next thing I knew, well, I said, y'all get, y'all, and I said, you remember me saying, I don't believe in this. Yes, at the Panera right? Bread. Right. So when y'all say, hey, we're going to uh, get married on the 7th of February, you, you, uh, you can make it come on, right? Look at you remembering right? the date of the civil ceremony. And I called it a ceremony. Yeah. <laughs> and I put I posted on Facebook that I'm, I'm attending a civil ceremony. And um, after I did that, and you know, at first it was like you know I made peace because I do I like I like the people. I love the people. Mm-hmm. You know you can like you can love people and you can not like them. Yeah. And you can like them and not love them. Mm-hmm. But I love you both. Oh. And I like you both. Oh. So to me, I don't have to answer. It ain't nothing I'm going to have to do to say other than to feel like in my heart I said how I felt. Mm-hmm. And they would have said, the final decision is always wrong. <laughs> and whatever I live with and whatever I die with, I'm going down solo. Not you're going down solo. Yeah, you live for yourself and you die for yourself. You come in this world alone and you leave that way. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, Mama, I appreciate the honesty. Come on, yes. Junior. You're so welcome. You're so welcome. And so, to me, what I do, what I find, um, that you are, uh, you know, very, um, you know, you, you're happy. Y'all seem very happy. You, um, you know, there's not such things because I ain't always around. <laughs> but you're happy. Y'all seem, y'all be do things together. And, um, I mean, hey, I mean, people want to be happy. That's how people want to be. Yeah. The average person want to be happy. Somebody want to have companionship. They want to have somebody um, that they um, can relate to and can enjoy life with. And um, I'm still, I, I ain't going to say I'm searching, but I got my But you're open. open. Oh, so open at the same. So all of the eligible of my, what was, what's the youngest you would date? I like somebody about my age or, um, yeah, about my age. I ain't trying to go. Okay. So my mom isn't quite a silver sneaker yet. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. She's no, not a I'm silver 50, sneaker. So I'm all 55 of, to say a lot. 55 <laughs> to say a lot. So all the divorcee dads, <laughs> if you have a, a divorcee dad, I've got an eligible uh, bachelorette for for them. Oh my gracious! You put a plug out there. I put a plug out there. So, mom, oh let me describe. So all the parents out there, all the parents out there that like, and now that uh, I know, now that the civil ceremony has happened, <laughs> and for all the parents out there, uh, don't feel like you're alone, mm. because every other person that I talk about, or I mention, or I say something, I just say, look, hey, one lady told me. She's a uh, uh, rainy lady, and she came. Um, and she said, "This is different uh, in our country. Um, we kill people for this." And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Mm. So the more she talked, she was like, "Yeah, my my daughter uh, is getting married, and her husband has two moms." I said, "Really? <laughs> really?" And he, he, they got him from the sperm bank. I really? <laughs> and yes, and I, in my country, you know, they kill people for that. Ooh. And now they were telling them, don't come home. Take the family home. <laughs> <laughs> so um, in saying that, you know, I was able, even with her, I said, hey, you know, there's no judgment zone. You know, hey, you sound the like the leader time. of the support group. Yeah, mom, but yeah, he's the leader the, of the support group. <laughs> yeah, I said, this is the first time the civil ceremony the first time that it has happened to the point where I actually have met someone that said, I know somebody, same sex marriage, as well as have a, um, a baby. And they went to the sperm bank and they actually chose the type of father or the genes they wanted. Mm. And he's a byproduct of it. And she was saying how wonderful the guy is. And her biggest concern was if he would one day, after being where her daughter decided that he was going to be gay. Oh my God. And my question to her, my, well, this is what I said to her. I said, well, 
if he wanted to be gay, he has all the support in the world. Mm-hmm. He would be gay right now. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to hide it because it's just both his mothers will be supportive of it. Right. I just so I don't think that will happen and just enjoy the wedding. And she was like, thank you so much. So it has enlightened me to be able, not even though I'm not, you know, that I'm, I'm, I'm traditional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I can, uh, you know, it put me in a position to make some people feel comfortable in being uncomfortable. I know that's right. That's my little two cent worth there. And that's, and that's just that on that. Well, mom, I'm not going to hold you. Yeah, I'm not going to hold you. Enjoy California. We're going to wrap up this show. And thank you so much for participating, June. And thank you for inviting me to the civil ceremony. Yes. Love you. (laughs) Love you. Love you both. Like you both. (laughs) Love you. Like you. Mean it. Bye. Bye. All right, so that was my mom, guys. So I really think it was really cool that my mom was so open. I wasn't expecting her to be. Uh-uh. My mom is, like, very guarded. So I'm surprised that she was so honest with you guys, especially with her companion. She always says companion, companion. living companion. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that she had some very valuable points. So, I mean, hey, if anybody is, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to apply to sexuality per se it could apply to maybe some people's parents don't like them dating outside their race or whatever the case may be run that back for them you know what i'm saying because my mom she says traditional but also there's like a what i would have considered before my wife came into my life i would consider a little bit more closed-minded but my mom i wouldn't consider her that way anymore so moving on we're gonna keep it spicy so i asked my wife to write down five questions that she would like to ask me, and I did the same. All right? So let's start with the questions. you have your questions? I'm ready. All right. So do you want to go first, or yeah, you want me I'm to gonna, go first? I'll, I'll go first. I'll go first. Meaning you want me to ask you first? Yes. All right. So question number... Stop. Why are you going to try to cheat and read it <laughs> when I'm going to read it to you anyway? Can I, can I pick a number? Okay, pick a number. One through five. Three. Three. Because that's about the time when you started laughing... When you were writing. <laughs> so. Oh my God, y'all. She's so fucking nosy. All right. It's funny because this is, I did laugh when I wrote this. Okay. All right. Name three things you've learned about black women slash culture <laughs> since we've been married. All the things. <laughs> Name God, three damn. things. Uh, I learned that who Boo Boo the Fool is. Ooh, who is Boo Boo the Fool? I, I'm still not really sure, but I know <laughs> that. Uh, <laughs> I don't I know that you don't want it to be you. It ain't me. It ain't never me. Okay. Yep, you yep. got that right. Okay. So that's one thing. Okay. Um, I also learned that. Um, hmm. Huh. Just so many things. So many things. <laughs> what have you learned about black women and or black culture? Uh, Something new. Um. Just that. I mean, I can tell you one thing you learned. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. What? What is this called? Oh, your kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> and beady beads. And beady beads are where? In the back of the kitchen. They can be found in the kitchen. <laughs> 
And what's one more thing that you've learned about black culture? That is not stop, drop, and roll. Mm, what is it? I still don't even know. Drop, open up, shop. That one. Oh, no. That one. You knew that, though. You knew that song. You know, I do know that song, but it just some, for some reason, I think the... No, I can tell... Why am I telling you all the things you learned about black culture? I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot. How, like, okay, so what is what is the question that black people ask when they pull up to a... a Occasion. Oh Who all in there? Who all in there? Who all in there? Okay. So okay. That was my that was my number three. I'm gonna pick a question. Uh three is my favorite number, so I'm gonna pick number three. All right, let's see what my list says. Number three. All right, which hairstyle is my favorite of yours? Ooh, oh my god. Oh, <laughs> you either like braids or blinds. Or blonde braids. Okay. Okay. You got it. You got it. You got it. Which one is it? I mean, I feel like you like. It's a mixture of all. Yeah, all the above. Braids or blonde. Or blonde. Yeah. She likes a little bit of ghetto mm -hmm. in my hairstyle. So like she loves when I do colors. Mm -hmm. She loved the purple hair. She loves when I like mix it up with things like that. So you love. I know it's not too ghetto. Come on. Never to get up on my <laughs> Oh my God. That's a good question. Thank you. Thank All right. So pick another one. Uh, you got one, two, four, and five. 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 What is the kindest, most thoughtful thing I've done for you Ooh. that's touched you the most? Uh, you've done a lot. You know, the reason I asked that question is because I feel like I haven't. You have. I would say, um, I wanted to know so I could do more of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, don't get me wrong. You do a lot of things. Um, for me, it's not necessarily um, gifts. It's more gestures. Um, I'll give you two. For one, okay. the other day I came home from work and the laundry was full. It, she did the laundry. Y'all, she bitches about <laughs> the laundry at least three times a week. <laughs> and that means a lot to me because... For someone to take time out of their day to do something that will help you means a lot to me. Mm -hmm. um, and the other, and the, I would say the biggest one was going to Vegas. That meant a lot to me because you spent time, money, um, and you dealt with. And in Vegas, you met your biological family for the first time. Yeah, a cousin. Yeah. Oh, so that meant a lot to me because you've been to Vegas a million times, mm -hmm. and I know that. Um, you sacrificed going to Vegas again. I mean, the shit. I mean, now, you didn't have to pull my, uh, pull my arm back to get me to do it. You didn't twist my arm to go. Right. I enjoy doing it. I mean, I feel like it's all up. One thing I love about us getting married so quickly is, like, everything's an adventure almost. Like, mm -hmm. you know, we got married and then COVID shut down. But, you know, usually couples in the course of dating have time to go on vacations together. But like we were married by the time we ever got on a plane and went somewhere together. So like everything is a first yeah. for us, you know, like we just, I feel like there's nothing really taken for granted because everything is a first as opposed to like, you know, sometimes when you date for years, you may not remember certain things because it was like, Oh, that was, we were dating. And it's like, everything is like our first and we're married at the same lots time. Lots of adventures. Yeah. Lots of many adventures. And, mm -hmm. Sometimes very big. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to pick number one. Number one. Let me see if I like this question. 
Okay, number one, what is your least favorite sexual position? Ooh, um, my least favorite sexual position is riding face. Really? Why? I'm really self-conscious about my weight. I'm really self-conscious about like- This is like, when Junior hits off. <laughs> <laughs> um, riding face, I'm just really self-conscious about. Like, mm-hmm. um, and it's, to be honest- It's a trusted position. It is a I will very- say that. It's a very trusted <laughs> and earned- you can't just let anybody mount that thing, <laughs> <No>. okay? <laughs> no. <laughs> or vice versa, like, as a woman. I mean, there are some women that, like, that's their shit. So, like, mm-hmm. if a man's going to let them, they're just going to mount that thing. Yep. But as a woman of um, thicker bone density. Come on. Uh, <laughs> Come on. That is a very trusted, coveted thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to feel really comfortable with that person. Um, and you got to know the safe words. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or the, the tap. The you you got to know the tap. Yeah, it's a tap. It's a tap. <laughs> it's a bitch get off. <laughs> but yeah, that is definitely my least favorite. And to be honest, that angle and that position doesn't really get me there. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. like some angles and positions will get you there. Yeah. That isn't one that has done that for me. Noted. Okay. Let me ask, let me ask you the same question. Uh, hmm. Mm, this one's kind of personal. <laughs> <laughs> What's new? Okay. What? I'll I'll tell you off air. Oh, I already know what it is. I think I know what it is. What? The same is not what I'm saying? No, actually no. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, bitch. Tell me offline. You ain't I'll gonna embarrass me in front of my friend. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> Um, so I picked that one, so you pick okay. a number. Uh have I done one yet? No, you haven't. All right, go. Would you marry me again under the same circumstances of getting married quickly mm-hmm. um and in less than ninety days? Would you still marry me again that same way, or would you want to take a little bit more time and still marry me? But no, would you do it? Would you do anything. everything the same? Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. Why? Mm, I'm a big believer in um, the the way thing you know things happen for a reason and how they happened was for a reason and mm-hmm. um, yeah I wouldn't change anything I just felt like that was just part of our journey. Mm. Okay, what about you? Um, I would do everything the same. I think maybe the only thing that I would do differently is like, um, damn, would I do anything differently? I think. We, you know, we really didn't get to have a party or anything because of and COVID. And I think that that is what I think I, in my heart. Maybe I would do differently. Yeah. Nothing about like the time. I would just add those different I, things. Yeah, that I, I would, would want to add. add in. I definitely. Mm-hmm. And, and technically, we got married before COVID. A week. COVID wasn't like a week or two. No, things didn't shut down until March. It was like a little mm-hmm. bit less than a month. People were kind of murmuring about COVID, but it wasn't like. Oh, a shutdown type thing, shutdown. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we just did it so fast that we didn't have time to invite people mm-hmm. and plan anything. It was cold. It, it was, was cold. cold. February seventh was a cold motherfucking it day. It was breezy. It was freezing and it rained the day before. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Yeah, because we were supposed to get married outside, but we couldn't. It was muddy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would want to include more friends and family yeah. in in our day, which is why, like, I don't know if it's a third year or I don't think I want to wait till fifth year to have like some type of ceremony because even with COVID, you know, your parents, my in-laws came last week and I was like, Mm. my family still hasn't, our families have never met. Like our parents know each other, but like 
I mean, our families just don't know each other. Like so much, mm-hmm. like most of my family, only two of my uncles now have met my wife. But I have like six uncles. And so I just would love for our families to be able to be together and like witness our marriage. I feel like it happened so fast. I think sometimes people don't really like it hasn't really sunk in that I'm married because they haven't seen me, you know, with COVID. And so I don't know. I just would want that special moment. And like I don't even want like a huge grandiose wedding. I still want something intimate. Like I'm thinking no more than like 50 people, but just like our closest friends and family to be there. With Amsterdam on deck. Yuck. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. Um, What numbers do I have left of yours? Mm. Why you keep putting it back in your pocket like you're not going to need it again? Right. Because I don't want you to cheat. I'm not going to cheat. See what I got going on. I'm not going to cheat. You can do. I can't read my own handwriting. All right. Wait, wait, wait. You can do four, five, five, or one. Five. All right, what is, Lord, what is your <laughs> the fact that she can't read her own handwriting? <laughs> D E T of cheating. Def- what? Oh, D E F. What is your definition? Definition. De- what is bitch. Your defi- defi- definition of cheating. That part. Um, that question. My definition of cheating is layered. That, like that sounds like it's got a lot of gray area. Um, no. The main thing is anything that you're doing that you wouldn't want me to know. Anything that you're sneaking and doing. That's cheating. It's cheating. Okay. Anything that involves dishonesty, in my opinion, um, is anything that involves dishonesty as well as diminishing my role in your life or who I am Mm -hmm. to you is cheating. Like if you have to like if you want to get something done or you want to talk to somebody, but you have to say that like you're not married or you have to say like you're cheating. Okay. Because that shows your intent. And so, like I said, anything that, like, you're sneaking behind my back and doing, like, like say, for example, like, we have each other's phones. And not that we go through each other's phones. You have, we have each other's phones. We can see each other's call logs, whatever, if we ever, because I'm, both of us, anybody we talk to, it's on the up and up. So anything that you're doing and you're sneaking and doing it, in my opinion, is cheating. Okay. Good answer. Not good answer. good answer. What's your definition of cheating? It's it's kind of along the same. I guess something that, um, and kind of to piggyback on that, something that you would feel guilty. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm somebody that would, is obviously somebody that would feel guilty for doing something. And that to me, if I even have like, ooh, I feel guilty doing that, I ain't going to do it. <laughs> I remember um, your best friend, Jazz, um, I can't remember if you said y'all were on the phone or you were texting and you were like, bye baby or something. Like oh, I had had a lot. It was one of your podcast nights. I had a lot of Amsterdam and I go upstairs and she had texted me and I just texted, Hey baby. But it was just like the same. And you came to me, you're like, Hey, Hey, I just want to clarify. I accidentally said, Hey baby to Jess. But it's just like how I call my mom. Like sometimes I slip up. And yeah, sometimes I call my mom, hey babe, or something like that. Yeah, my mom be like, I love you, I love you too, baby. (laughs) What? I just thought that was the funniest thing ever because here you come stumbling. Hey, hey, hey. oh god, here you go. See, see. And her friends like, what the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) But I thought it was so funny because like I wouldn't have even read that deep. What I would have never saw it. But the fact that you were like, oh no, this could be (laughs) misconstrued. Even with your drunk ass, you came stumbling like, um. 
I accidentally said a thing. <laughs> That's something that sticks out to me. So yeah, anything that you wouldn't do that you wouldn't want me to know about, you're cheating. And like I said, like for me, I just like this will be, this is the only relationship that I've been in where I haven't been cheated on. So y'all can send me cash apps. I don't know my <laughs> cash app, but you dollar can sign pay Lamore. <laughs> 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 no but I mean So cheating to me Also like Affected my self esteem For a little while mm -hmm. You know it made me feel like What is wrong with me That these people continue no, To real. like do that Or whatever And then I'm realizing Like no these are just some like People cheat because of them Not because of What you're doing You know what I'm saying A lot mm -hmm. of times It has nothing to do And I'm not saying I'm not taking accountability For what I mean Because what no one Because no one is perfect No one is perfect but I will even, no one is perfect, but I'm saying like people cheat because of the, that's, that's their problem, not yours. And it took me a while to learn that. And what was sad was like, that was started to be something I kind of expected. Like it was like par for the course, which is why I asked on my, on the radio show the other day, is cheating really the deal breaker that people make it to be? Because we see so many marriages where in most situations, the man steps out mm -hmm. and they work on the relationship. So, so many people are like, oh, no, if they cheat, they're gone. That's not what's happening. No. So let me ask you, mm -hmm. in our marriage, is cheating, like we're married, but mm -hmm. is cheating a deal breaker for you? Like, is that no non-negotiable divorce time it is? I think there's different levels of cheating. Mm -hmm. And I think my... Um, my reaction to someone cheating on me is, because, you know, it's happened to me before, too, is I start to disengage. Mm. So once I have continued, do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, I'm, mm. I'm disengaged from you. I'm pulling back. Mm -hmm. And then once I get to a certain level, I start doing the same shit. But why not break up? Because, I don't, you know, I, I don't know what it is. You going to cheat back. I am. I can see you being that. Um, I'm that person. Tit for tat. I'm, I'm honest. I, but it's it's not tit for tat. It's the fact then that. Then what I is it? Like it's I literally the definition you. of tit for tat. It's that I can't trust you, so now I'm vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And anyone that. So why not leave is what I'm saying. I mean. If you know that, like, you're not going to be able to move past it, right? Mm hmm. Why stay if you know that you're going to continue to disengage? And then it that makes point. you more vulnerable either for you to step out. Or or whatever the relationship is just not the same. I always say like just leave. It's a lot to leave. It is Pack a lot your to leave. Bags in the middle of the night <laughs> to make sure you have your charger. Mm. I'm gonna make sure I got all my amps. I know that's right. Period. I mean, it is a lot. Ooh, child, yes. Proving a point, and moving out does take a lot of energy. <laughs> it does. You gotta figure out where you stand, like, Chrissy. Uh. <laughs> Hey girl. No, I mean, I will say that like um, before. Um, you and I got married and I was dating. I can't say that cheating, I can say cheating was a deal breaker for me. I got into the, I've gotten to the point where it's like, look, if you can't even act right for the dating phase, yeah, then I'm just not even interested anymore. Especially when you can be honest, it's free to be honest. Um, but in my marriage, I'm going to be honest. I just feel like it's a lot of, even though parts. it's coveted, you know, like 
of all of all times in being together, the time to cheat is not marriage, but I feel like we have made the ultimate commitment before God. And so I'm going to try my best to see if I can, if it's something that I can move past. Okay. Depending. You're going to say, I'm going to try my best not to cheat. <laughs> no, I was like, God damn. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is like, I mean, like you said, there's factors. Who you cheated on me with? Where did you cheat? How many times? What level? What, like, mm-hmm. Are y'all like seeing each other multiple times? Are you confiding in this person? But I do feel like in my marriage, I would be willing to explore the options of working it out if both parties, like if you're working with me and I'm working with you. I'll be willing to do it more so than somebody I was dating. Mm. You know, like, like you said, like we have a life together. It's a lot of moving parts. It's a lot of moving parts. And, um, I personally, this is just my thought. Even if it were happening to me, I feel like just because you cheat doesn't mean you don't love me. You know what I'm saying? Like two things can be true. I think that people have cheated in relationships and they do love the person they with. They just are like emotionally imbalanced or they have their own things that they're struggling with or their, their, lack of discipline, whatever the case may be that is preventing them from doing it. But I don't think that that means that they don't love you. And so from then it's like, okay, what are we going to do to fix it? And if, and that is where I would have like hard terms, like this cannot happen again. This is what I need. And you have to be willing to not you literally, that person would have to be willing to one thing you can't do is cheat and then have the audacity to be like, ah, she want to know where I'm at. She want to <laughs> know, motherfucker, you earned that distrust. So you have to work double time to earn that trust back. So if a bitch wants to know, have your location on, have your motherfucking location on. If she wants to add a passcode to your phone, give her the fucking passcode to the phone because you have earned this level of distrust. For real. Especially if they weren't doing that before. So um, I would be willing, and I'm not, this is not a pass to cheat, bitch. But I'm just saying, like, in my marriage, I'll be willing to go the extra mile. That's part, to me, that's part of the wife package. It's like, I'm going to go harder, and I'm going to push myself a little bit more for our marriage than I would for somebody that I'm just dating. Makes sense. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Okay, but don't try nothing, bitch. (laughs) And I'm watching you hoes. I see all the requests that come in. She be like, do you know so-and-so? Mm-mm. Uh-uh, don't well, know. now they changed it. I can't even find it. Oh Lord, not that you care. <laughs> All right. Um, I think it was you because I asked. Um, no, I asked you. Yeah, so you need to pick a number. I have yeah. um two, and that's it. Really? I guess I'll take number two. Number two for four hundred, please. Oh no, you have two and four. Number two. What is your least favorite thing about me? (laughs) Uh, Where do Uh, I begin? That's what that's giving. (laughs) What is your least favorite thing about me? uh, It's kind of like least-ish, but it it helps me with my condition. (laughs) And you don't clean. My baby don't really clean. But I have OCD problems, so it, it. I also don't like somebody else to clean for me because I like to do it a certain way. There's a certain way for me to know, like, all right, it's good. Okay. So it helps, but it's also, like... Annoying. God damn. <laughs> what, is, what is the one thing as far as cleaning that you wish I would do more of? Besides cleaning? No, in part of cleaning, because there's many parts of cleaning, like the kitchen, the bathroom, dusting, whatever. What is one thing that you're like, okay, I wish you would help me out a little bit more with that? Put your clothes away. 
please. <laughs> I do the laundry. I, I oh. fold the laundry. And then it either stays on the dryer or it stays up in our room. And it drives me crazy because... Bitch, if my clothes aren't supposed to be in the room, then what the fuck am I supposed to do? Like, but my thing is go in my room. Go in, go in my closet. Yeah, Everything I have more stuff than you. Place. You do have a pl- You do have more room than me, but you also have I more-, have more stuff. You do. You have more stuff, but you have two rooms. Make it work. I'll see what I can it do. It is crazy. And and I'll be honest, and here's a here's a uh, transparency moment. Okay. It makes me feel very upset because I'm like, now why the fuck would I do this bitch's mm. laundry and she don't have the audacity to put it in a fucking drawer? My drawers are full. Find another one. Where? Are you going to buy me another drawer? I will buy you another drawer. All right, then, bet. We're going to go on Ikea tonight. (laughs) I mean, okay, I could do better with putting my clothes away. Okay. I will say that, like, my- It drives me crazy. (laughs) You do pretty good. Like, you clean up after- For the most part, you do clean up after yourself, especially in our our shared spaces. Mm -hmm. You clean up after yourself. Now, when I go into your closet and stuff- (laughs) Like, my glamour? Yeah, that's none of my business because I don't have any- but can I also this say that, like, you use my glam room as a free-for-all. So my, some <laughs> of my spaces, she'll be like, oh, Chelsea. I think what happens is she's like, oh, Chelsea isn't, like, as, like, putting her clothes away and tidy as me. So when she's cleaning up, my office and my glam room become the catch-all. So I'll be in my office. I'll come back in my office and, like, things that she didn't know where to put, like, random doodads will be on my desk. There's mail on my sofa in my desk. I mean, my office. And I'm like, yo, you're using my space as just, like, a perfect example. We came back from Vegas, what, two weeks ago? Yes. She took the suitcase, opened it, took some of the things that she wanted out, put the suitcase in my glam room with all her shit in there, Wide the fuck open. Did you do it? I did. I okay. Guilty. And you did it. Why? Because you were like, oh, it's already stuff in here. She's <laughs> yeah. not going to notice. Yeah. I was like, this room is already fucked up. Oh, my God. It's crazy because I cleaned that room up and then like literally. How many times have I cleaned that room up? A lot. I cleaned that room up and it takes nothing for it to just like go to hell. Mm. So, okay. I, I can understand that. That That is. And what's mine? My least favorite thing about mm-hmm. you? Um, it's gonna seem kind of harsh. It's maybe not my least favorite. I'm not gonna least favorite are strong words. My baby takes everything personally. I do. Ah, I do. Like she takes everything personally, and so sometimes it can be hard to like have a conversation Mm -hmm. with you. Um, more so like I guess heated conversations. I guess you could say (laughs) disagreements. Because she won't look at the situation. She's just taking it like, you hate me. <laughs> like, I'm like, no, I just like, I don't hate you. She just takes everything extremely personal and not just me. It could be anybody or anything like her. Her go to saying is, why would they do that to me? And I'm like, they didn't do it to you. They just did it. You know what I'm saying? And so <laughs> I say that to my dog, at least. Everything is, why did you do that to me? And so she takes everything personally and she finna go to war for it. Like, and you have to like talk her off. And sometimes like I used to talk her off the ledge. Now I'm just like, bitch, okay, you just going on. (laughs) But I guess it would be that you take things extremely personally. Noted. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna put my clothes away. Okay. 
I'm a, you saying it like you don't believe me. I, I actions speak louder than words. Okay, I'm putting my clothes away. I'm putting my clothes away. All right. So, what do I have left on yours? I think I should only have like one left. I think. No, you have two left. Okay. Two and four. Two and four. Wow, it's the same ones I had. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to do four. All right, what are your five-year goals? Mm. Oh, wow. Uh, my personal or for us? Personal, personal. Five-year goals that I have for myself um, is I would love for single in the city to grow in a way that it is a household name Mm -hmm. in the next five years um in many facets whether it be events I would love a tv show I just have so many things for single in the city um personally as far as like career wise um I would say that a five-year goal for me is did Did I catch it oh shit I'm a sensei What do I do? Open it up. Let's oh, see my God. I'm scared, it. y'all. I feel I, like you should make a wish or something. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there was a gnat, and I thought I caught it, which is weird because I was also grossed out. But anyway, um, a personal goal that I have for myself as far as, like, career-wise is, you know, this has been a year of 2020 was a hard year for a lot of people, but I think it gave a lot of people clarity. And 2021 is people putting that clarity into motion. And really honoring things. And so I will say that I know that single in the city, uh, journalism and media is like my passion. And I want to stay in that field. But I will say that this year, my vision of is shifting of what I what I always thought was like my angle is starting to shift. Mm-hmm. And I'm still putting getting my footing on that and what that looks like. And that's this is just recently, like in the last like 30 days that this happened. To me, you know what I'm saying? Tables are shaking. Tables are shaking. So um, a five-year goal for me, honestly, is just to be, I just want to love what I do. I want to wake up and like what I do makes sense. Literally. It makes money. <laughs> and and my thing is like, you know, people are like, oh, I want to make billions of dollars. And I'm like, I don't even have to make billions of dollars. I want to live comfortably. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to travel. I want to have freedom. Like I have been tied down to like my main source of income being at like a restaurant or being at a radio station. And I was just like, I want freedom. 2020 taught me like, I want freedom. I want to be able to move about. So like a five-year goal for me is to be financially in a space that I have freedom, that I have choices. Mm-hmm. And like, um, and then I'm in a position to say no to things. That's my five-year goal. That was bold? Yes, I like that. It, it, it doesn't seem very specific. You know what I'm saying? But, no, but I get it. I get where you're going. Yeah, I, I mean, and obviously I want um, our relationship to continue to grow. Mm-hmm. I, I want us to continue to do, like, business endeavors together. I mean, we work well together. We do. We do. <laughs> we work well together. So I want to continue to, like, to me that is freedom. You know what I mean? So, um that, those are my five-year goals is to to feel and be free in in every sense of the word mm-hmm. Come on. how about you mm. <laughs> to be determined to be determined uh my biggest thing is be um be more appreciative pr- appreciated 
Um, being more appreciative or being appreciated? Appreciated. You can't control being appreciated. You can. How? Your invite your work environment. Oh, okay, yeah, I get what my you're work environment. Um, putting yourself in situations where you are appreciated. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. That's okay. that's my biggest thing is be appreciated. Mm-hmm. Whether I gotta appreciate my, even if I am my own boss, you can have the rest of my. Um, I feel like I drank most of that. Mm, you did. Um. Okay. Yeah, be appreciated. Okay. And uh, this is the last one. How many times a week, ideally, would you like to have sex? Ideally. Hmm. Doesn't mean it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> but ideally, how many times a week would you like to have sex? So I know life happens. Um, it's getting hot outside, which does <laughs> play a factor. It does? Yes. More showers, more time to shower. I just feel like, so uh, to answer your question, I'm going to say four. Three? Four times a week. No, I want you to be honest, be true to yourself. Four, but but that's me saying like, uh, you know, is it realistic? Who knows? Life, Life is so busy and... Wow. Yeah. Did we ever have sex four times a week? Don't I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Wow. Okay. Four. Four. Okay. Well, you know what? I, I'll the, the goal is four and we but we can but you want to shoot for four. It's like aim for the moon, aim I for could, the stars and if you yeah. what is it land on the moon? I ain't never heard that one. What is it? Shoot for the stars, land on the moon. Something like that. Shoot for the stars and Ooh. (laughs) Okay, the bubbly's kicking in, guys. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, I could substitute one of those days for like a nice bubble bath. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We can do that tonight. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Yo, you know I'm old. Do you got the Dr. Teals? You got some Epsom salt? With with the eucalyptus? With the eucalyptus and lavender, bitch. Okay. So four times a week is ideal for you. What about you? Um, I'm not gonna lie. Um, I don't know if it's like turning 30 or if it is my fibroid or a combination of the two. Mm-hmm. And I've really been struggling with my sex drive. Mm-hmm. I've been struggling with like, you know, I don't know if it's TMI, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I've been struggling with like being really turned on and being aroused, and mm-hmm. it's just like not happening down there. Like it used to, which can be a little bit discouraging because it also makes sex a little uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so, like, it's really frustrating to be aroused and then it's not. It's like that and that are not connecting. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so um, I would say ideally, I would say two times a week. Two times a week. Maybe, I mean, we can get some poles. We can get some outfits. I mean, it's, but that's my thing. It's not an issue of, like, not being aroused. It's the issue of, like, possibly being aroused and, you I know, mean, the moisture. Your body ain't responding yeah, to it's what's It's like going my on. brain and my cootie cat are not, it's like, girl, pick up the phone. Pick it, up the phone, bitch. <laughs> Pick up the goddamn phone. I'm trying ringing. to call you. Yes. God damn, it's I'm trying, It's an emergency. <laughs> and so I, that's something that I've been kind of struggling with myself. I don't know if I've ever told you that. 
No, I was today years old. You were today years old. Yeah. I mean, I kind of told you like issues that were going on with my fibroid and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But like, it's something that's like really, and also too, like just think about like any type of sex. If you are not like, if you ain't you, there. It ain't, it ain't. Or there. if it's not wet, it, it's uncomfortable. So maybe we, maybe I need to get some lube or something. I don't know. I'm just going through some things right now. And so, two times a week would do me right. Would do me good. Okay. Four times. Might sound a little bit scary. No joking. I mean, but there's, like you said, there's like factors that go into that. People are busy and like, you know, the work schedule that you have. You work, mm-hmm. my baby gets home at 3.30 in the morning. And is that always the optimum time to do it? No, because mm-hmm. I, I have to get up in a few hours when, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. teaching, I have to get up in a few hours. So sometimes it's like finding that magic golden hour to do it. Especially when things are opening up now. There's mm-hmm. more things to do. Mm-hmm. Um, more reasons to be dead dog tired when you get home. For real. Come on now. Woo. But we can meet somewhere in the middle. Let's agree on three. All right. Three it is. Three. With a bubble bath. Three, three with a Candy. bubble bath. A <laughs> bubble bath bonus. All right. And um, let me see. I should have one more. I think it's two. Okay. You paying attention, Oprah. Mm-hmm. I'll try. Uh, number two, favorite thing we do together. Favorite thing we do together. We do everything <laughs> together. Um, my favorite thing that we do together is. I like that we work out together. That is. I like that we work out together. I, I like that it's like a common goal that we have. It's something that we put like first. It's something that like, you know, like sometimes when couples, they feel like, well, we don't do anything together. We haven't hung out. And I feel like sometimes like us working out is our thing. Even if like we're on two different machines, we check in, we ride in the car together, we talk, we talk about our goals. And honestly, even I know I'm probably seeing like the food Nazi, but I'm enjoying <laughs> Doing Weight Watchers with you. Uh-huh. You know, it's something that, like, we can challenge each other and motivate each other with or whatever. And so I enjoy our, like, fitness time. And I, I feel like it's easier to squeeze that time in as a couple together, like, couples out there. If it's, one, it's putting your health first for yourself and for each other. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it's something that, like, you'll end up doing more than one time a week where you can say, like, we spent this time together. It's just, like, it's really, like, it's just become like our thing. Yeah. You know, it started with COVID for real. Well, actually, it started with I had gained some weight and you were like, well, I was like, I'm going to hire my trainer back. And you were like, I'll go with you. I'll support you. Like, let's do it. <laughs> and so we started going on walks in the park together. And it's just become like our thing. We ask each other, like, all right, what's our plan for the gym tomorrow? Are we going mm-hmm. in the morning? Are we going in the afternoon? Are we going to the trainer? And that's just our thing. So I would say working out with you is my favorite thing that we do together. Come on. Come what's your on. favorite thing we do together? I was going to say riding in the car. Really? Yeah. When I'm driving? No, me. <laughs> really? Yeah. The, I'll never forget when we lived a uh, short pump. Mm-hmm. So one time we went on a ride and. Oh, that's around the time that we, around the time we first met. Uh-huh. And we just rode around listening to music. Everything yep. was shut down. Everything was shut down. We and I felt like, like, I have to get out this house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We just rode around. Uh, Listen to the preacher's wife. Yep. Remember we found all those fucking birds? Yep. We were chasing (laughs) birds. We were, there was a car dealership and the dealership was covered in black birds. And we drove through the birds on the car lot. Yeah. 
We always have like a interesting adventure. We take some late night strolls. Yeah. You kind of make me feel like we're going on one. We did one. Actually, we did one the other day. We rolled through the neighborhood and we looked at houses. Uh We're like, oh, let's go look at the new new, um, houses or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like our car rides too. I like you. (laughs) (laughs) Same same musical. Merzikar. So (laughs) she always cracks up when I say Merzikar. Um, so babe, you know what time it is. It's our uh single survival tip. Mm. What tip do you have for the people? Huh. You know, I'm trying to think of something inspirational. It doesn't have to be inspirational. Okay, if, it, if you want it to be ratchet, if you want it to just be it could be whatever. Spread them legs. Hey. And give me hit. <laughs> spread them legs. Why do you say spread them legs? Um because the other uh, the other day it was today what, what is the thing you always say spreading it low and spreading oh you're spreading it low and spreading it wide do that ladies do that <laughs> do that okay that's my single survival tip okay really? and you can keep up with her at chelsea lamore <laughs> you know that's my regular um my single survival tip is hmm watch how you treat people on your way up oh Okay. Should I just end the show there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that, yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. Watch how you treat people. Be conscious of the people that were there with you, supporting you, lifting you up mm. to get to that point that you were looking to aspire to be. And then once you get there, it isn't that you owe them anything. The only thing you owe them is respect. You owe them respect. And so my thing is, um, my single survival tip is as we go through this journey called life, there are ebbs and flows. And I'm not a like super religious, biblical, no scripture. But one thing I do know is as fast as he giveth, he can take it away. Look, and, that. <laughs> and how you treat people matters. You know, like that's energy you put into the universe. And so I just urge people to always try to, I get that we have weak moments and we say slick shit. But at your core of who you are, that needs to shine. And when you have respect and you have respect, not just for the people in your life, but for yourself, you can only go but so low. So that's my single survival tip. And you can keep up with me at Chelsea Lamore on Instagram. Make sure that you, um, if you would like to be a guest, submit your guest request on ChelseaLamore.com. I'm going to be updating the website. Hopefully, my wife, we can have some new merch soon. Come on. All right. Um, just in time for the summer. And um, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for being like a one-on-one guest with me today, baby. Thank you for having me. I love you. Love you too, baby. Mm. Um, and um, that's it, bitches. I'm going to go pour some Epsom salt in this tub. <laughs> and I'm going to let that thing marinate. And I'm going to spread it low and, and spread, spread it wide. wide. <laughs> <laughs>